Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Uh oh. Um, I got bad news, everybody. I got bad news. I got really, 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 really bad news. Um, wow. So I watched the uh, emancipation last night and, uh, from, uh, shoot. got bad news you want to hear the bad news this movie was fucking great this movie was great this movie was great no no bad news the only bad news I got for y'all is this movie is great. Dang it. Sorry, I'm lacking right now. I'm lacking. Cord. Listen, this movie was great. I get I listen, I'm tired of slave movies too, y'all. Trust me. Trust and believe. But I'm sorry. This movie was great. And we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. I know some of y'all upset with me right now. I'm like, Slide, somebody paid Sly to say this. No. Nobody paid Sly to say this. This movie was great. This movie was fucking great. Great. Oh, come on. Um, hold up. Because I'm trying to port the footage over. But just bear with me. I know what the problem is. Hold on. That, uh, this, that, that. Yeah, Red, we still good for the night. Hold on, y'all. Just bear with me. I'm trying to port this over real quick. 
Okay, my bad. My bad. I need I need the port over footage. I need I need y'all to understand. I need y'all to understand how good I did. Okay, take that out. That. All right, so sorry, y'all. Please forgive me. Okay, okay, okay. Now to myself. God, yes, verify. God damn it. Everything's verification. Verify this. Verify that. Like it's. Okay. Hold on. Okay, okay, I'm back. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This movie was awesome. This movie was. Listen, Antoine Fuqua is better than Spike Lee. Antoine Fuqua, in my eyes, is better than is better than Spike Lee. Antoine Fuqua. Put, put, if we're doing greater than, less than, Antoine Fuqua, the triangle eats, <laughs> eats Antoine Fuqua, greater than Spike Lee. Yeah. The color palette he used is these really muted colors, right? It wasn't completely black and white, but you got enough of these dull, muted colors. Oh! This movie should have been on the big screen. This movie should have been on the big screen. Beautiful. Cinematography. Beautiful. It looks like a big ass expensive movie. Beautiful. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. The color palette, man. When the horse and the carriage is draw walking up. And it's these really, really muted greens. Oh, Antoine Fuqua, better than Spike Lee. Better than Spike Lee. Let me before I go before I go ham. Let me get into it. Um, listen, no, it's about Peter, whipped Peter, and you're doing yourself a disservice. That's the wrong attitude to have. This movie, I took all feelings and emotions out of it. By the time I got done watching it, I mean, I was watching this shit like, this is a great film, right? Right before the, the Oscar campaign push, I know he's been banned from receiving Oscars. This film is going, man, listen, 
This movie's going to get a lot of fucking buzz. I'm telling you. I'm telling. Beautiful film. Beautiful film. Hot cheek, what's happening? Everybody, the usual suspects are here. I don't watch slave movies, so I'm taking. Trust, take my word for it. Now, the only thing you would find wrong with it is because they made Peter like a hardcore Christian. That's my only real slight against it in the narrative and the story, the story uh, board, whatever. He's a Peter is a hardcore Christian. That's my I'm just like, oh, here we go again with this bullshit. But outside of that, this movie is. Is the bee's knees. So let's get into it. Yes. Well, you're going to take, you won't have to take my word for it. Okay. All right. This movie, <laughs> Magnifico. Magnifico. It's on Apple TV. They should have put this thing in, a, in, in, in the theaters because a 4K TV, the scope of this movie, it just feels really, really big. It feels like it should have been on a big ass screen. I think they did this movie a disservice by not putting it on the big screen. Okay. Do not complain about slave movies when uh, Wakanda Forever is at $800 million. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. You cannot sit here and tell me and complain about slave movies while Wakanda Forever sits at $800 million. I don't want to hear it. You're not going to get any sympathy from me out of that one. Now, now, Carrie Chapman. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Let me get caught up in these comments. We about to go ham. Thundercats in the house. Yes, listen, Antoine Fuqua. If he's not one of the best directors, he is easily the best black director. I put Antoine Fuqua even over Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler does not have the body of work that Antoine Fuqua has. All right, Antoine Fuqua, nothing but smashes. Nothing but smashes. Nothing but smashes. He does not miss. You understand? He does not miss. Now, let me download the best part of this movie. Okay. Now, look at the Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay, so Peter is Haitian. And it took me a while to figure out, like, is he playing an, uh, an African or somebody with a really bad Creole accent? So come to find out. Peter is Haitian, but it's a, I don't know. It's a, I, I, I didn't think it was the best Haitian accent because it sounded like a, some broken African dialect. Cause I, like I said, I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, he's another African. He's playing an African. No, he's playing a Haitian. All right. It's a, I don't know. I probably not the, his best dialect. Cause, uh, in, in, in the concussion movie, he played the African doctor, much better accent. But this one is like, I don't know what we, what are we doing here, bro? Okay. Still, nonetheless, um, Will, you know, has his chops. His chops are still there. Clearly, the man can still act, you know, play emotional scenes and shit. Like, he can, he can cry on cue. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. I mean, as far as anybody else that stands out, Ben Foster's in this, but he plays the bad guy. I mean, it's, how hard is it to play uh, a racist slaver? I mean, that's not much of a stretch. But Ben Foster can act. Ben Foster can act fell asleep on it what all i see was the running doing yourself a disservice doing yourself a disservice it's a great film i stand on that as good as glory i'll say this when they when they take on 
because it's the same time frame. 1863, then it moves to 1865, Emancipation Proclamation, slaves are freed, it's the Civil War. So the, the, the moment when the, the general says, okay, black regiment, we're going to test you guys out, and, it's, and they, they march head on into the killing fields to take, to take uh, Port Hudson, it gave me glory vibes. You remember at the end of Glory when they tried to when they took the uh, they took the port, right? And they're all just getting gunned down and blown blown the bitch, and everyone's just dying a horrible death. Gave me Glory vibes, okay? That scene is just as good as the end scene of Glory. Like it, it's like the Civil War version of Saving Private Ryan. So when they're marching, oh my God, it's a powerful scene. So when they're when they get the okay to march right and they're within gun range right they're marching and they're just getting picked off you hear pew, pew, pew. dudes are just dropping and they're still marching they haven't come in they, they're not close enough to, to to launch a full frontal attack and they're still marching in formation and you hear the bullets pinging and they're just dropping like fires getting hit in the head shoulder leg i mean it's a free-for-all i was like god damn damn and then they get shot he's like no you're still not dead you're still not dead. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, let me get into it. Let me get into it. <laughs> let yes, cinematography on point. Thank you, thank you. I'm not crazy. I know my movies. I know what I'm watching. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, he was Louisiana Creole. All right, T tell the truth. Tell the truth. Um, yeah, he did not, he did not nail the Haitian. Cause like I said, if you didn't know he was Haitian, you thought it was a very broken African dialect. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into it. It's thank you. It goes stupid hard, stupid hard. I'm not here to lie to y'all. Chaz, what's happening? Okay. I gotta get into it. I gotta get into it. I gotta get into it. Here we go. Wait, let me pull my footage. Let me pull my footage. Because, I mean, the most powerful scene is the monologue he gives in front of the uh, the general. Right? But we'll get to that scene in a minute. So, um, okay. 1863. Um, the opening scene is Peter is washing his wife's feet. And he's quoting Bible scriptures. Right? I, 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 like I said, I was just like, oh, here we go with the Bible shit. But... Once again, Peter is a hardcore Christian. All right. Uh, he's then taken uh, by Confederate soldiers. He's shipped off to a Confederate um, railroad site where they're building a railroad because once again, we're, we're knee deep in the Civil War. And he's taken for work, slave labor. Um, but as they take him, he's like, I, I will walk. And he fights off the slavers, he bites one of them and shit. So he's one of those Kunta type, like he's gonna, he's a fighter, right? This one's gonna be looking to run away. He's a Django, he's a Django, all right? He's the, he's the Haitian Creole Django, all right? So as they pull into the Confederate camp railroad site, you see uh, heads of black slaves on pikes, or like, like Vlad Tepish, right? And then uh, a slave is branded, a runaway with the R on the side of his cheek. That looked painful. Like, it's very, very good acting. He's, he's, the way he screams as he's being branded on the side of his face, I'm like, you know what? That sounds about right, okay? Peter then meets Thomas, 
He tells Thomas, it's just work. And God is with us. Right? <laughs> it's just work. His accent is, is, is ridiculous, but whatever. Okay? Uh, so then at the night, they're chained into this cage and thrown into this cage. The branded slave that ran, tried to run away, he's brought in. Right? So then... Um, yeah, Peter meets Thomas. He tells Thomas, it's just Vic, and God is with us. And then the, 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 the branded slaves, he gives pushback. He says, where is God? Why hasn't he set you free? Uh, he, then he, he, tells, he tells, then he tells Peter, or he tells uh, Peter, he says, well, go ahead and stand up and praise your God uh, for us to see. Stand up and get up out of here. Your God is so, so powerful and almighty, right? And he says, God is nowhere. He said, God tells us, they tell us to be a good slave and be obedient to, our, to your masters. Peter says, do not know why. God shows himself to people and not others. This is literally his accent. This is literally his accent. I'm quoting his accent bar for bar. <laughs> I do not know why. God does not chose to show himself. <laughs> okay. He said, God says many things. I don't know why. All right. So then <laughs> he says, I will continue to pray for you. All right. So then Peter's forced to work the next day, following day, Peter's work is forced to work during his, during his lunch break. Peter overhears uh, the slavers talking about the emancipation proclamation, a proclamation saying that Lincoln uh, set the slaves free. Lincoln's getting desperate and that slaves are heading to Baton Rouge to fight for the North. All right. So Ben Foster's character, his name is Fassel. He's the, the main baddie. He runs the camp. All right. He tells Peter uh, he walks to earth because of him. He's, he's now his dog. So then Peter responds to him. He says, perhaps you will give me some of that fine meat that you give your dogs. I was like, oh, he's, he's quippy. He's, he's got the comebacks, right? So then, you know, Fast was like, okay, we'll see. We'll see. You're different. You're one of those types. You're different, all right? So the next day, <coughs> as, as a punishment for getting smart with, with Fassel, Peter's chained up, on his knees chained up. And Fassel has one of his German shepherds barking in his face, and he's holding the chain, okay? So imagine being chained up, collar, neck, hands, and feet in front of this German shepherd, that's just dying to get at you. And he's just holding it back with a chain. Okay. <laughs> God damn. All right. Then later on, Peter tells the slaves they're free. They need to get to Baton Rouge to meet Lincoln's army. It's a five day trek through the swamp. So every, so the word's getting out. The emancipation proclamation is spreading. Okay. Uh, the next day, Peter is forced to shovel up a mass grave. Now here's the kicker. There's white slaves here too. There's white slaves here too. If you watch my live about the forgotten cause of slavery, it's because they were afraid that the slave was going to enslave everybody. And the white folks in the North were like, not for our good white people. Right? Because they were seeing white slaves come from the North, from the South. Like what, what are you doing as a slave? you're white so 
there's white slaves at this internment camp and they're working back breaking labor as well too so while peter is shoveling the mass grave because the uh, so old black man dies he tells he's told to drag his body to the mass grave he says a prayer throws a body in the in the mass grave so then he he uses the shovel he beats up three of the slavers and everybody takes their chance to go free even the white slaves so while everybody's revolting the slave revolts happening basil is shooting down all the slaves he shoots the white slaves first he shoots the fleeing white slaves first that well yeah irish well, you know i say white for general context but yes okay so then peter and three other slaves peter and three other slaves thomas is one of them the young one they run off into the swamp they cross the lake but then thomas is caught by one of the german shepherds okay so as peter and the two other slaves make it across the marsh uh thomas is caught by one of the german shepherds fast was like look here just tell me where they went and uh, i'll let you go so then thomas not knowing anybody he gives up the information tells them where they where they headed to the headed the head they're headed southwest to baton rouge so then they, he says okay you can go so as thomas is crossing the marsh fast shoots him in the back Peter and the other two slaves split up so they'll be harder to track. So everyone goes their separate ways. Peter's been shot in the leg. Peter is seen running from another plantation. He steals some water. A little white girl says, runner, runner. And she rings the bell. Runner, runner. And her daddy goes and grabs the shotgun. They alert Fassel. So they hear the bells ringing. They hear the little girl, runner, runner. All right, so they all converge on Peter's location. Peter then hides in, in the water to avoid capture so they can't see him they're like i see he he all right so they're like hey he must have already crossed or he drowned right so then peter's attacked by an alligator now listen we watch a lot of alligator movies and somehow that somebody the person always survives the alligator it's really silly and comical but in this one i was like this is i could guess i could see this happening so as he's getting out of the water he's pulled in the alligator does the death roll and he turns with the alligator and then somehow the alligator lets go and comes back in for another frontal attack peter grabs a log holds it in his mouth to hold it off and he begins to stab the alligator at the top of the head at the top of the head he gets bit up he gets bit initially but i'm like okay i could see this happening I could, if you survive the death row and, and it lets go, I could possibly see this happening. So he kills the alligator, makes his way out. All right. Peter's wife then has a dream that he's alive and he's coming back. The kids are worried. She's like, he's coming back. Kepa, Kepa. Hold on. All right, she keeps telling the kids, Kepa, Kepa. Hold on. Your father, your father will return. All right. So then later on, Fassel and the trackers find the dead alligator that Peter killed. They're in shock. They're like, who the hell can kill an alligator barehanded? But he had a knife, but they don't, they don't know this, right? They cut it open, they cut it open, and there's nothing inside the alligator's stomach. Because they assume the alligator ate him. Alright? Fassel later on tells his backstory of how he became a slaver. Fassel backstory. He had a black nanny. 
He liked his black nanny. He says he, he said she took care of him, fed him, taught him things. He thought they were friends. He thought they were friends. And then he asked his father, could she eat with the family? And the father then says, then what? And then he asks another question about the nanny. And then the father says, okay, well, then what? And then the father tells little young Fassel, he says, first, they'll eat our food, take our jobs, then steal our land. Give them a crumb, they'll take over the country. And then Fassel, as a little kid, he feels guilty. He says, well, daddy, I've been feeding, I, I've been giving the nanny food because she was hungry. He was sneaking food to, to the nanny because she was hungry because that was his friend. He's a little kid. He doesn't know any better, right? So then the daddy takes a knife and stabs up the black nanny. Leaves her in, in, the, in the yard. Takes her three days to die. Her last words to, to, to little young Fassel was why? So then as Fassel grows up, moved to St. Louis, he says, um, all he saw was the nanny, the faces of the nanny. He said they were running, hiding, surviving. He says they're not idiots, they're persistent. And then he says, he says, if one gets free and another and another and another, then one day they return the favor. Like, okay, okay, all right, got my attention. The next day, Peter covers himself in mud. He finds a high tower. He, uh, it still had a, had a fire that was, that was put out not too long ago. He cauterizes his wounds. Um, he finds some honey. He uses some smoke to smoke out the bees to grab some honey. But then Fassel sees the smoke from the high tower. So now he knows where he is. So he heads, he heads to, uh, to Peter's location. Uh, Peter finds a boat. Peter's, Peter's wife finds out she's been sold. She'll have a new husband. Okay. Peter then runs into slave number two, right? This is the, this is the one that has the gun. This is the one that was like, get away from me. You know, you crazy. You're a madman, but whatever. So then Peter hides while, um, so they're discovered. They're discovered. Peter hides in a tree trunk while number two runs up a tree. And he says, I'm not coming. I'm not coming down. I'm coming back. I'm a, I'm a free man. I'm a free man. They shoot slave number two, falls out the tree. So then, Fassel questions him. He says, where's your friend at? Where's your friend at? And he's all fucked up. He's shot. He's dying. So then he drowns him in the mud. He never snitched. Literally 10 feet over in the tree, in the tree trunk is, is Peter hiding. So they leave. Take, they cut off his head. Fassel cuts off his head. Says, take the head back to the camp. All right. And they continue the search elsewhere. Peter then runs off. Um, and he runs off. Okay. Back at the slave camp. Peter's wife purposely injures herself in the cotton gin. She sticks her arm in and tells her son to push the, or her daughter to push the button to smash her arm in the cotton gin on purpose so she would not be sold away from her family. Ouch. Okay. Peter then makes it to an abandoned plantation. He rescues a little slave girl who gives him a cross. She gives him a cross. She's dying. Okay. She tells, tells the little girl, God, God loves you. God loves you. He's then discovered by two of Fassel's trackers. Now, one of Fassel's trackers is a light skinned black. Okay. It's light skinned black. 
So then Peter uses the cross as a stabbing weapon before stabbing the first tracker in the throat. And then he grabs a gun and shoots the light-skinned black tracker. And so as the track, the, the, the light-skinned black is dying, uh, Peter tells him, you're the worst. You're the worst. Right? Because nothing worse than a black, black slaver. Right? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So then Peter flees. He runs from the plantation. But then Fassel catches up to him. All right. Um, Peter shoots one of his dogs. Peter then hears the cannon fire. So he's close to a Union site. Okay. He sees the Union Navy. But then Fassel catches up to him, knocks him down. And then Fassel puts, points a gun at him and offers him a piece of meat. He says, beg for the meat, beg. He wants him, he wants him to beg for the meat. Because remember that joke he told back in the, at, the, at the camp? Maybe one day you will give me a fine piece of meat like you like your dogs so he wants him to beg for the jerky it's beef jerky i believe he won't he won't peter says nothing then he shot then fast was shot in the neck shot in the neck and then peter tells him uh, you're not my god you're not my god then all these black union soldiers just come out of converge out of nowhere <laughs> so all these black these black uh the black you i'm sorry not confederate black union soldiers converge out of nowhere right and the one soldier, and I've seen him in a bunch of movies. I forget his name, but he's got the green eyes. He's an extremely dark-complected man, but he's got green eyes. You've seen this man in movies. I forget his name, but he you, you see him, he stands out. All right? Peter made it to Baton Rouge. Made it to Baton Rouge. So then as they um, line him up to take information, the captain asks him, you know, do you know your age? He said, I don't know says you pick one for me so he picks 48 he says where are you from he says, i'm from haiti okay now peter's like okay i need to go find my family he's like nah listen no 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 and they they, they and now the captain's like no listen this is not how that's work either you can either work in a federal go work in a federal farm or you can become drafted into the army to help free your family all right so he really doesn't have a choice so he's drafted into the army he runs into slave number three. He's, he's injured. His leg is injured. So he's in the infirmary. He runs into slave number three. They, they meet up, you know, exchange pleasantries. He's like, you know, I'll, you know, I got you. I'll take care of you or whatever. I look for you, whatever. Okay. So now Peter um, is asked to have his picture taken by the white photographers. And this is the infamous picture that we've all grown up seeing with his back. So as the, the, the white folk are trying to get him to, 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 to position himself, he's like, don't touch me don't touch me and they're like okay okay <laughs> okay so he takes off his shirt and the direct the photographers like give him directions like turn to the left a little bit put your hand on your hip like this and then turn this way and that's the infamous picture we all know of whipped peter okay and of course they're horrified because they're like oh my god look at him look at his back all right all right so then the captain with the green eyes takes him to meet the general because the general's trying to come up with a plan to break a stronghold of the Union. They have to take Port Hudson. Okay? And the only way for them to take Port Hudson is a direct frontal attack, which is the same frontal attack in glory, if I remember correctly. Okay? Same timeline. All right? So that, that battle did take place. That black regiment basically was 
they were, they were the, sh- the sitting ducks. They were the ones that first in. Everybody take all the, the barrage of bullets, and we'll, everybody else will converge in, okay? So Peter has insight. The, ca- the, the general was like, oh, so you're the nigra that, uh, that came from there. How did you survive five days in the swamp? And uh, he says, well, what did you see there? He said, they're, build- they're building the railroad. He said, well, okay, did they have, they have guns, cannons? Uh, not like those but bigger so <laughs> it was confederate railroad and f- camp where they were transporting or they're setting up a railroad to transport you know goods and services for the confederate and the big the big ass cannons okay so he has insight so the general say okay 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 so then this the, the best most powerful scene in this entire movie sums it all up right here all right i have to play this i have to play this this is why this movie is so fucking good. Hold up, here we go. Doesn't mean you're fit for combat. In closed circles, there's the great Negro question. Are you fighters or are you runners? You know what I see here? Disobedience. Dismissed. So the general okays it, tells the captain with the green eyes, y'all go at dawn. And this is the part where they literally march straight into direct gunfire, cannon fire. So as they're marching, still in formation, you like I said, it's just like Private Ryan, the Civil War version. Antoine Fuqua, masterful job, masterful. You hear the bullets pinging, 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 whizzing by, and the people just, the men are just dropping. Headshots, headshots. And they're still just marching in formation because they're not in range just yet. And then that battle sequence, oh my God, they got decimated. But then once again, Peter gets shot and then he finds the green-eyed captain. He's like, Get the, we're not dead yet. We're not dead. And they, he rallies the troops and they charge, one final charge and they take over this shit. Ah, it was glorious. It was glorious. Glorious. Okay. <laughs> Listen, 
oh, he's got some awards coming. He's got some. He's got some nominations. Look, he's, he's going to get a Golden Golden Globe nomination off top. You know, maybe possibly another an, another Academy Award nomination. Listen, this movie came out at the right time. We're going to forget about this slap in a minute. Okay, you going we're going to forget about this slap in a hot minute. This is a okay. I'm getting the rest of it. Okay. So then they march from plantation to plantation, letting the, the slaves know that they're free. So they come back to Clinton, um, Peter's plantation, and he's looking for his family. He runs into the house. I forget the, the, his wife's name, but he's looking for her, and he, he comes out, he's, and he's like, where is she not there? She's, she's not there. And so then towards the end, he's looking around, screaming his wife's name. Then he sees one of his kids. He sees the kid. And then here comes the wife. And her arms all jacked up, and they run and embrace. You know, I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "No, it was, it was beautiful." And so then, yeah, he finds his family. They embrace. End scene. This was a magnificent movie. This is not a slave movie. No, no, no. This is a movie that took place in the slave era but this is not a slave movie this was a what do you want to call it semi-fictional semi-historical movie about um love and determination and the will to survive all encounters and obstacles vanglorious vanglorious Kudos to Antoine Fuqua. Kudos to Will Smith. Kudos to the green-eyed captain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. Will Smith slap who? This movie is stupid good. I wish this thing should have been on the big screen. If you got a 4K TV, you'll, you'll realize those pan shots when it pans back and pans up and out. You can be like, God damn, this should have been on the big screen because my TV is not big enough to handle these shots. Beautiful. And then, like I said, the muted colors, it's not completely black and white, but it's muted. Very, very soft palette use. Oh, oh, this is a gorgeous film. Beautiful film. Man, listen, this is not a slave movie. I would not categorize this as a slave movie. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Shout out to Actual Land, Peter Rand. That's what's up. Is it in theaters? Really? So is it limited or because I didn't see anything nationwide for it because normally when they do the same day and date as the, the movies and the VOD, it's usually in, in theaters is a limited run or limited amount of theaters. But um, listen, yeah, Antoine Fuqua is the hands down top 10 directors in Hollywood. He's far and above better than Spike Lee. Listen, you pick five of be Spike's, Spike Lee's best movies, and to me would be uh, The Miracle of St. Anna, right? I, I take Spike's best historical film, The Miracle of St. Anna, which is a dope movie. I think that's his best movie ever. That was a deep, deep movie. But Antoine got smashes, man. Antoine's got smashes, hit after hit. It's just an enclave of just excellent, excellent work. You know, Spike B sometimes hit or miss. Antoine just hit you over the head. 
with a fucking hammer right this was an excellent movie i recommend everybody go see it do not convince yourself or tell yourself this is a slave movie it just happens to be a, a semi-historical movie that was t- that takes place during the slave era this was an excellent excellent fucking movie excellent dynamics thank you for the super chat bro um do you think this is allegorical to see it well this to how we'll see his life he's trapped and doing just what he can connect back to his family you know what i didn't think about it like that i didn't think about it like that the only the only the only difference is in this in this movie clearly the wife had total faith in her husband she knew like when he fights off the three guys because they're trying to you know tussle i mean he, he bit one of them ah, god damn it the animal bit me i was like oh hell no but i will walk i will walk and then because then the one slaver put the pistol to his wife's head while he's fighting these three guys off the other guy the, the guy on the horse he was like it ain't that serious come on and he put in and he withdrew his pistol you know what i'm saying because somehow this guy you knew this guy was special um but that's that's a deep that's a good point dynamics good point yeah saint anna saint miracle saint anna was dope it was that's that's spike's best movie hands down but his best come on man antoine training day uh oh my god what what else this one here i mean come on man antoine's got too much got too many too many too many bullets in the the magazine you know what i'm saying so look i'm gonna get out of here i just want to talk about that real quick i'll be back later on red uh red sings the blues later on tonight and uh yeah so that's my quick breakdown and assessment of uh emancipation it's a beautifully written shot performed directed movie you're gonna have a hard time legitimately finding something wrong with this movie this was an excellent excellent film i recommend everybody go see this it's on apple tv if it's in your theaters i'm sure it probably may be under under limited uh, limited uh theaters screens but if you have apple tv go watch this shit asap y'all have a good one peace